0: podcasters have been listening for free for too long you owe us something well
1: okay listen a lot of you have said hey guys i'd be willing to subscribe and pay x per week or per month for the podcast you
0: know why we don't charge because we're stupid because we're stupid
1: but anyway why don't you think about what would you be willing to pay per month for the armstrong and getty show and then instead of giving it to us give it to warrior foundation freedom station donate it and help our uh, our warriors who are in their time of greatest need. And you got this organization that is all volunteers and they do fabulous beautiful beautiful work helping our guys.
0: So just go to com to donate. It's that simple.
2: elected and then to be the last american president elected by the electoral college i want the second term to be that i got elected by direct vote i'm ready popular vote
1: yes
0: wow yes where did she give that speech if she's given those speeches in iowa new hampshire and some of the other small states that she's campaigning in earlier they don't want that, and they know they don't want that. That's where well, the applause were I don't were think kind they of, do know it. That's the the, well, the applause were kind of tepid because uh, she's saying in that uh, who's with me" tone of voice. But I think, yeah. am I with this? I don't know that I'm with this. Yeah, you're not. Enough. I could explain to you in, in uh, not very many minutes why you shouldn't be with this Iowa, or New Hampshire, or South Carolina.
1: Yeah, the whole electoral college thing is one of those gung-ho progressive uh, getting rid of it gung-ho progressive things that the youngsters cheer about and yay yay and they have no idea what they're talking about. It's really it's, it's really disappointing. So the the
0: democratic race has been obscured by impeachment. Um, you think the democrats I'm, I'm sorry, were
1: you are you going to get off that at this point that topic or did you have more to say on that?
0: On the electoral college?
1: Yeah. No. Just if we get rid of the electoral college a couple of cities on the coasts will elect every president well yeah wow. a handful of cities on the coasts will elect every single president and the rest of the country will feel like it has no say and they'll feel like that because they have no say sure. and and the seeds of revolution anger bitterness and violence will be sown anyway that's my screed
0: do you think the democrats are uh, are happy or not the, the the democratic party not the candidates you think they they're happy or not that the race has been obscured by impeachment? Because it's really on the back burner. You know, I don't. I, given the
1: utter lack of anybody flux, grabbing Joe, the nation's, it's, it's, it's flux. Okay, um, I think <laughs> I, I got a bit of that going on. I think it's the drugs I'm taking. Um, given the utter lack of anybody really grabbing the nation's imagination or creating much excitement other than the communists, I. I don't know, maybe maybe they're better off with it kind of being in the shadows for a, another month,
0: yeah, yeah. I did see some articles over the weekend. if you're just starting to follow the twenty twenty race, and I thought, God bless you, people who are just starting to follow it. I couldn't well, for you, I should have done the same thing
1: well I you know it's Wouldn't a have shame. the thing. It's a shame you missed out on the John Delaney's and Marianne Williamson's and, and, and who's the guy, Sestak, who just got out? Who yeah. knew he was in? It's a shame you missed those exciting dynamics. But, yeah, <laughs> you're probably okay.
0: Yeah. So, anyway, uh, more on that, I'm sure, at some point. Um, so, I can't figure out if this is real or not. Perinium sunning? So uh, what part of the body is that, Joe? I'll let you it, describe it in your delicate language.
1: It is literally the area between your genitals and your anus. Sometimes referred to as, as, as... Well, there are a number of colloquial nicknames for that part of the body, Jack, but we don't traffic in childishness and filth around here.
0: The fleshy fun bridge? I don't think that's what it's called.
1: <laughs> Certainly not by physicians. If you get stung by a bee, your stance is too wide.
0: I know that. Can, can we just go with taint... Um, I don't, I don't like that. That sounds worse than anything else. Anyway. Okay. The hottest trend. Grundle. The hottest trend gripping (laughs) wellness diehards is tanning their cans or perineum sunning as influencers are calling it. In a mere 30 seconds of sunlight on your, that area, you'll receive more energy from this electric node that you would in an entire day being outside with your clothes on. Said, uh, said one wannabe doctor claims to be a doctor, something or other. The Instagram influencer who is doing this,
1: I think, is where that quote came from. I think maybe you can call yourself a doctor on Instagram and nobody checks. All right. But remember, none other than the brand new manager of the San Francisco Giants, winners of three World Series in five years. uh, He advocated recently, publicly, sunning one's uh, uh, scrotal area for uh, males, obviously, or or women with, you know, scrotal areas.
0: It's got to be a similar sort of thing, right? Ah, uh, this person claims that it's like chugging vitamin D. It helps her sleep better and helps her regulate her ho- hormones.
3: Hmm. Uh
0: this person has uh, started doing it, and well, what has it done for them? Ah, oh, they're they're happier. Oh, it's like a morning cup of coffee for me now. It starts my day. Blah blah. blah.
1: <laughs> Something <laughs> the, like that.
0: <laughs> the the phenomenon caught on on the internet. I think it's just young young people who want to. Uh, put the pose is kind of. Well, it depends on what the person looks like. It it, it 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 can be quite alluring or off-putting, depending on who it is posing. But it's very popular to pose uh, naked with your feet up, holding your toes. Yes, I've seen that pose to the yes. sun. <laughs> I have two. That's how I got two kids. Um, <laughs> even a-listers are sunning their bums. Big Little Bone Eyes. Sunners. Big Little Eyes actress Shailene Woodley, who is known for her holistic lifestyle, said she swears by it now. I'm guessing there's a big crossover in the Venn diagram of bum sunners and
1: goop uh, frequenters. Yeah, I hear that. Other doctors, believers in crystals and other phenomena.
0: Yeah, other doctors who are fun sucks. Warn of the dangers of sunburn and sun cancer and all these various different things. Hey, you should mind your own business.
1: You know how hard it is to spot
0: melanoma down there.
1: <laughs> oh, you got to get a mirror. You don't want a sunburned uh, grundle.
0: And one of my favorite actors of all time, Josh Brolin, has burnt his. He says <laughs> while doing it. The star of No Country for Old Men said he just got into this a couple of weeks ago. And uh, he tweeted on Black Friday that he has burnt his perineum.
2: I've got to follow him on Twitter. And he wishes that he hadn't. great.
1: <laughs> Josh Brolin in the newer incarnation of True Grit, uh, one of the great movie characters of all time, he may be the single greatest dumb guy actor in Hollywood history. Wow. It, it, he perfectly captures the mouth breather in that role. It's really quite astounding.
0: So he's got uh, like Mo
1: Howard like qualities. Uh, yes, yeah, just really an outstanding. Uh, well, maybe uh, portrayal of a lunkhead.
0: Maybe he actually is a dumb guy, which is why he was sunning himself down there and burnt.
1: To it. the point that he got burnt. <laughs> yeah. Well, Although, but how long that... would it take you? I mean, that's literally a part of you that has probably, probably Seen... never been exposed to the sun.
0: Seen no sun. I might have to check that area out. I would. I, it's got to be very pale for
1: me. I think we went too far right there. (laughs) What's the matter with you? I'd
0: never thought about that. That is probably the only part of my body that's seen zero sun.
1: Well, if you're comparing notes, uh, Jack wants to talk about that. I, Joe, want to talk about Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, your opportunity to donate to one of the great uh, pro-military charities, In the United States Helping out our guys and gals When they need it the very most With incredible efficiency And we'll be talking to a guest in a moment or two
0: Yeah, you'll learn more about what they do And we got to do a total uh, check-up Because we're raising some good money today All on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show
2: Armstrong
0: The Armstrong and Getty Show. we got to nail down how many years now we've been working with Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. When we first took the tour and were just blown away by it and started helping uh, to raise money, and we've raised a lot of money. Well, you've raised a lot of money. We tell you about it and you donate it. And we're trying to raise $500,000 this year, and Warrior Foundation Freedom Station has a new president, and we thought you, we, we ought to introduce you to him.
1: Indeed. Uh, The new president is Colonel Greg Martin. He's retired from the United States Navy and has recently joined Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Colonel, how are you, sir?
3: I'm outstanding, gentlemen. Thanks for having me on. And I just have to correct you. Retired from the United States Marine Corps, not the Navy, as much as I love them. (laughs) Well, there will be a a serious
1: uh, set of repercussions for the person who typed that and put that in front of me, Colonel. Uh, He will (laughs) drop, and he will give me at least 20. Uh, (laughs) At any rate. And and five for Chesty. Right, exactly. So, uh, listen, for folks not familiar with Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, I'm sure you could do as good a job or better uh, than us at describing what you all do and why you do it.
3: Absolutely. Well, what we do is equip America's 9-11 veterans for self-sufficient lives through our programs that promote recovery, independence and a passion for the future we've got about 20 different programs from independent uh, transitional housing to our uh, adaptive sports programs including the top five in the nation wheelchair basketball team we also fund uh, innovative pts programs uh, outdoor recreation and and as you know we're sending about 300 marines and sailors uh ill and injured and some soldiers home for christmas under a program we call home for the holidays several other programs i could go on and on about
1: oh yeah and and listen i think you you said it beautifully it is understanding the needs and filling the needs of these guys and gals at the point of their lives where i mean it's seriously a pivotal moment for a lot of these young folks um they could either go in a direction that would be heartbreaking for all of us to even think about or they could recapture their sense of purpose their sense of positivity their their own strength and craft great lives
3: yeah uh, you're absolutely right you know transition itself is pretty tough. I just left 30 years from the Marine Corps. And, um, if you let it, uh, you can, um, you know, have a real difficult time just, uh, coming from a, a world that's full of purpose, uh, meaning camaraderie and that sort of thing and getting out into the civilian world where a lot of that does not exist is tough. If you add on top of that, some kind of catastrophic, serious injury, uh wound illness, then things can be really, really tough. So, uh, that's where we come in, kind of filling that gap that, uh, you know, between what the government can do and uh, what's, you know, what's not done. So fill a lot of needs for these guys and girls.
0: And we understand Warrior Foundation Freedom Station is on the front end, the cutting edge end of dealing with PTSD, the uh, the hidden injury that unfortunately has been ignored for, for, well, for centuries with people coming back from battle.
3: Absolutely. You know, we this foundation really started with all the folks you know, uh, Sandy cooler and uh, Judy Sexton and others, helping mostly combat wounded folks coming back from Iraq and Afghanistan, a lot of amputees and so on. And now what we're finding, uh, fortunately, with not a lot of casualties coming back from combat theaters, is there's a huge population of unmet need out there of warriors who really never got help coming back. And it's primarily the guys that are struggling with uh po- post-traumatic stress and traumatic brain injury issues, which are really the signature injuries of uh, these, these recent wars. You know,
1: there's nothing that we can tell you, a Marine, about discipline, uh, Colonel, but the fact that Warrior Foundation Freedom Station is a four-star charity navigator charity, you're incredibly efficient with the donated dollars, Yes, you squeeze nickels till they cry, never lose that, because even the most patriotic American wants to know their dollars are being used effectively, so we salute you for that discipline and that efficiency, uh, and, and keep it up. It makes it really easy for us to ask the people to to donate their hard-earned money because they know that money is going to go to use.
3: Absolutely. There's a lot of uh, options out there for things for folks to do with their hard-earned money, and I I personally would not give money or recommend a friend to give somebody that was not rated at the absolute highest level by these charity watchdogs, including the uh, charity Navigator, which has given us the four-star rating the last two years.
1: Excellent. So if you'd like to donate, uh, just go to com. There's a big banner there. You can't possibly miss it, armstrongandgetty.com. It's got to be really exciting, heartwarming, satisfying for you to see um, some of our active-duty folks or or vets turning a corner in their lives. What does that feel like?
3: It feels amazing. You know, after 30 years of uh, serving, I've actually served with a lot of these guys that we helped uh, while I was on active duty. And and some of them have been in my office uh, in not too good a shape and with not too great of attitudes at some point. And so seeing some of them several years later come full circle and being success stories for Warrior Foundation Freedom Station is tremendously gratifying and uh, almost brings a uh, sweat to my uh, eyes just, uh, just thinking about some of the stories and some of the uh, great things that we've seen here with folks that just get a little bit of help at a time when they need a hand up, not a handout uh, to kind of move forward and have good independent lives and redevelop the passion for a future.
0: New president for warrior foundation, freedom station, Colonel Greg Martin, we plan to be talking to you a lot, not only this week, but over the years, I hope as we uh, help raise you money.
3: Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate the support. I uh, love the show. Thank you. All
1: right. Uh, thanks, Colonel. We appreciate that very much. You know, the idea that only, Active duty military personnel serve their country has always been repugnant to me. We, the United States is an exercise in self-governance. We are our own leaders. We are the country. The, the government officials are not the country. The people are the country and, and we form around the constitution. So I just think this is a really good opportunity for patriots and, and people who understand the sacrifices our active duty military personnel make to say, I am now going to serve my country in this way and help these guys when they need it the most. And, and trust us because we will not lie to you on this topic or any other. When you personally witness what Warrior Foundation Freedom Station does and you meet the guys it's helping, your heart will be 100% invested in this organization. They save lives. You donate money by going to
0: armstrongandgetty.com, armstrongandgetty.com. Uh, boy, did uh, the new president, Colonel Greg Martin, sound like a lifetime Marine or what? <laughs> if I'm making a movie oh, yeah. and I need a Marine in it, he's the guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, he is. And he, and he looks the part, too. Um, but if you want to donate money, go to com. We'll do a total coming up here in just a little bit.
1: So, Jack, we got this note from a listener, Rob, who said, hey, really appreciate you guys um, touting Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Thanks for vetting it so carefully, because, of course, we've never asked you to donate your money unless we personally knew it was a great charity and we give ourselves. Uh, but he sent us along this news story. This is this uh, pet rescue organization. They raised a million uh, one hundred and eight dollars. To rescue animals and pets and the rest of it. They distributed a million of it to their own employees and gave $108 to rescue groups.
0: Well, that's an extreme example, but that sort of thing happens all the freaking time. Oh, yeah. It's more common than not, I think, that charities are, people are making great salaries and have nice offices, and I should get a car with this position. That happens all the time. That does not happen with Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, where Prune Juice has just donated $500. Uh, by going to armstrongandgetty.com. We absolutely <laughs> wow. appreciate that.
1: And, and I appreciate what you've done for my bowels, prune juice.
0: Jack's Perinium has donated uh, about 10, a 10 spot. Appreciate that. Joe's tricked out Walker jumped in for $25. Nice.
1: Marshall's, Marshall's fourth push-up donated <laughs> $50. I'm wow, so not
2: sure it exists. <laughs> non-existent entities
1: can donate. Hey.
0: <laughs> so uh, we'll get oh a total boy. here in just a little bit on our way to 500000 this week, I hope. What's coming up in your news, Marshall?
2: Well, making nice at NATO, Trump, Macron, bury the hatchet, sort of. No apologies from Iran after security forces mow down protesters. And the prince's accuser remembers a very, very sweaty royal.
0: Yeah, we got to talk about this again if you haven't heard. Prince Andrew, is, a, it would appear to me to be a, a, a kid rapist and just an awful human being. And, but he doesn't sweat, and most I, and most Brits agree. Sweat. By the way, the Brits agree. <laughs> his his uh, his interview he did did not go well, according to a new poll. All on the all on the way on the Armstrong and Getty show. What have we gotten more texts about today than anything else? Which says more about textures than it does.
1: Yeah, I can guess. Yeah
0: new sun-tining activity that we talked about earlier. Eh, what, what are you going to do?
1: Sunning one's grundles, uh, undignified at best. S-
0: some people think there are health benefits, so give it a whirl. Uh, let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Get more oh, background. Oh, well, we were gonna, we'll do a total here in a moment for Warrior Foundation Freedom Station.
2: Getting more background into this situation. President Trump meeting with French President Macron at the NATO summit. The president and his French counterpart entered the meeting with somewhat of a disagreement over the recent U.S. troop withdrawal in Syria and what that means for the future of the alliance. Macron said last month that the recent U.S. withdrawal is contributing to the, quote, brain death of the NATO alliance. Trump fired back today saying the comments were, quote, very nasty, adding nobody needs NATO more than France. But President Trump, along with Macron, speaking to reporters now said he's confident both leaders can indeed find common ground.
1: You know, good stay in your lane, Pierre. Partners,
3: our countries have been partners in uh, many good ventures, including some having to do with radical Islam and others, and uh, it's always worked out. So I look forward to our discussion.
0: How about you, European countries, take the lead on some of these Middle Eastern hellholes that are dumping uh, 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 loads of refugees on your shores, and not expect us to fix it?
1: Right, and and pay what you agree to pay, and and just oh, God, the the snippy, just the whole French thing is tough to take, <laughs> and and Macron is very French. You just just settle down, there, son. <laughs> I just, again, stay in your lane, Frenchie. You got (laughs) a dispute. Call up Donald J. You got his number. You want to talk? Don't brain. uh, NATO is now brain dead. Thanks to the U.S.? Is that what he was saying? I don't know. Thanks to Trump? I don't know. He is uh, worried that
2: the pullout has created a dangerous vacuum for extremism in the Middle East.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. Well, geez, what are you going to do? permanent occupation of every godforsaken sandy square foot?
2: Iranian state television acknowledging security forces shot and killed what it called rioters in multiple cities amid the recent gas price protests. The report by State TV comes as Iran has faced growing international criticism and pressure over the security force crackdown that followed demonstrations that started November 15th. At least 200 people, most of them young, unemployed men, shot and killed by security forces. They
0: shut down the Internet. There was obviously no opportunity for uh, television or anything like that. Right. And the government just rolled into town and started machine-gunning these people down. And they uh, that's the way they handle protests in Iran, and it's worked in the past. But it, it is seen as the worst unrest since the overthrow of the Shah in 79. Yep. It's a big deal.
2: A woman who's accused the late Jeffrey Epstein of having sexually trafficked her when she was a minor, and that Prince Andrew was one of the men she had sex with, described her claim of being forced to have sex with a prince 20 years ago in an interview with the BBC. Virginia Jeffrey recalling the first night she was allegedly presented to Andrew in London in 2001. He asked me to dance. He is the most hideous dancer i've ever seen in my life i mean it was horrible and this guy was sweating all over me like his sweat was like it was raining basically everywhere and i was just like what grossed out from it um but i knew i had to keep him happy because that's what jeffrey and gillen would expect from me
1: Uh, the whole criticizing of his dancing thing i'm uncomfortable with that i'm a bad dancer i think i'm about average sweaty uh, but I'm a terrible dancer, and for her to be snickering at that, uh oh, hurtful. Well,
0: I'm I'm not going to criticize the child rape victim, but uh, it is interesting that that would, you know, whether he was a great dancer or not, he's right. still a child rapist. I also find it weird, and, and Epstein and these kind of creepos are into this. I mean, so what's with the asking her to dance? You know she's there against her will. You're having sex with a minor, which is raped no matter what. But you're dancing to try to make it seem like in your own mind that it's courtship, or she's into you, or you're whatever the hell's going on in your crazy freaking
1: mind. Well, see, the whole against their will thing is an interesting question, and that's one of the reasons they need to apprehend that one evil French woman, Gelaine, whatever her name is. Right, um, Maxwell, I think. Because these women, these y- y- girls, the girls and young women, were recruited with promises of the super high life. And and parties and meeting the rich and famous and champagne and caviar and the rest of it. um, And then were pushed, like every pimp does, to do things they weren't comfortable with and go way further than they'd intended to. And then they were trapped. So I'd I'd like to hear more of how that process worked. Meanwhile, I mean, because they were not literally snatching people off the street. Right. So, From my understanding of it, oh, correct.
0: But so Prince Andrew, who uh, who apparently raped this girl three times, and
1: she remembers it. He did because th- a child cannot give consent. Right, it's always rape. <laughs> right, because
0: um, you know, she's fifteen years
1: old. Her her view of the world
0: with adults telling her what to do and everything. I mean, it's just it's just sickening to think about. But um, so Prince Andrew did that interview a couple of weeks ago. His uh, they did a, a poll in Great Britain. Six percent of Brits believe him.
1: Uh, that he didn't rape that girl. Six You can get ten percent of the population to believe friggin' anything. Look at the internet. You'll you'll, you'll know I'm telling the truth. Six percent. Wow, that is an astounding and historic rejection.
2: And you'll recall during that interview, Prince Andrew uh, managed to uh, deny that he had met the woman because he's quite sure he never met her because
3: I, I have a peculiar
2: medical condition which is that I don't sweat um, or I didn't sweat at the time and that was oh actually yes I didn't sweat at the time because I um, ha- had suffered what I would describe as an overdose of adrenaline in the Falklands war when I was shot at oh and yes I simply it, it was it was it was almost impossible for me to to, to sweat
1: post-adrenal non-sweating syndrome of course. Hey, you know, this is probably irrelevant, but it's bothered me every single time I've heard that tape. Every time. Halfway through it, he throws off like a little aside, like he's asking himself a question. Yeah. What, is he a- what does he I don't, say?
0: I don't know what he says there in the very beginning.
1: I'm. It, it's it's, it's weird, because then he says, yes, that's right. Yeah, no, I didn't sweat. Play, play it one more time. See if you can figure out. It's kind of toward the middle beginning. Uh, I, I what the?
2: Have a peculiar medical condition which is that i don't sweat um, yep. or i didn't sweat at the time and that was a oh, machine yes i didn't sweat at the time so yeah what does oh, he say own machine had, had suffered can we turn that was, off yeah, yeah.
0: it was was she I, I think he was trying to in my mind this is what deceitful people do when they are trying to slip a lie past somebody is they try to make it seem like well was it tuesday or wednesday no 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 it right. was wednesday right. i know mean, it was wednesday first, yes. it was wednesday Right. Um, and so yeah. I think he was doing a time thing. Was at that time? Did I have the condition at that? Yes, I did have it at that time. Oh, yes, wow. I did. Yeah. That, that's how I'm reading it. I don't know okay. if that's yeah. accurate or not.
2: Yeah, at first I thought he was saying how old was she, but I uh, you're, you're, that clears he's that a, up. He's a crazy person. Yep. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, C. Armstrong, and Getty show the conscience of the nation.
0: I'm surprised that there hasn't been more talk about, or more questions asked about Bill Clinton's relationship with Epstein. He flew on that plane all the time. That woman we just heard from, right. in one of her interviews, she says, as a 15-year-old flying on the plane, Epstein said to her, you know, you're sitting in Bill Clinton's seat. When he flies with me, that's a Bill Clinton's seat. Um, to try to, you know, show her how powerful and important right. he was. But still, how, why have there not been more questions about that? Bill's just too big a deal to touch, or it's it's...
1: Well I just i think it 's an illustration that if and there are a number of stories of note that illustrate this in recent years, if the mainstream left media ignores the story completely it it goes away
0: i don 't have i don 't know that Bill Clinton was having sex with underage girls, but i don 't know that he wasn 't either and it seems like given the fact that he, you know, regularly flew on this guy's plane and partied with him. There should be more looking into that. Now, maybe behind the scenes, law enforcement is, or maybe maybe they aren't for 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 good reason. I, I don't know.
1: Yeah, maybe they have an insurance policy just in case. I don't know. Uh he would I'm have hoping... to be
0: worried. I mean, what's what? First of all, what's the chances Bill Clinton had sex with some woman? At some party Jeff Epstein was uh, involved in. Extremely high. Very, very high. Almost certainly over the years. So Bill's got to be at least somewhat, if she was young, you know, I was 60, was she 19 or was she 17? You know, he's got to be worried about that.
1: Yeah, you'd think. I'm hoping more of Epstein's victims come forward and are listened to. Uh, in a serious way, uh, I, listen, and I don't, I don't run around all butthurt and bitter about this stuff. Um, although I'm certainly aware of it, if Epstein primarily hung with Republican politicians, this would be on our front oh, pages all day no, long, no, no. every oh,
0: and day. And uh, so, so, who wrote the book? Gosh darn it! It's flipping. It's, oh, James uh, Patterson, Herman Melville. James Patterson, the, the most prolific author in the history of writing. I saw him interviewed the other day. He's the guy who w- writes all those uh, murder mystery books. Right. You know, he's got like 500. He's sold 4 billion copies or something. It's insane. He wrote a nonfiction book about the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing when it happened down in Florida and Epstein was convicted and then, like, did house arrest for a week and then got All off. Right. He yeah. wrote he wrote a nonfiction book. He said, the whole story was there. I wrote the whole book, and nobody paid any attention to it. And the only reason that this story burbled back up, as you'll remember, is... The guy involved with Epstein getting off, Trump had made that guy secretary oh, of something. right, right, right. There was right. a Trump connection. There was an opportunity to act like Trump was involved somehow. Is the yes. only reason this story ever caught fire at all. If that guy hadn't been a Trump appointee, we still wouldn't know about Jeffrey Epstein. He'd still be alive and still be raping people. With well, Edward an obscure inside,
1: author, Jack, an obscure, one of the most read authors in the history of humankind wrote a book about it. Who uh, Nobody even noticed. You're it, so right.
0: It's only when Trump's secretary was involved at some level that you could turn it into a Trump story that it caught fire. So your point about if this was Republicans, this would be a giant story. Absolutely true.
1: Yeah, the only reason I'm not running around, I think my quaint phrase was running around butthurt, is that I've accepted it. I accept that the vast majority of the media has absolutely no interest in the truth per se. They just want to advocate their side of politics. And so I just, it's okay. I get that. Um, but it is... Particularly given the horror of child sex trafficking, it is, well, it's a brilliant illustration of how true what I said was that they would ignore this story up until there was a fairly minor way to batter Trump with it. Uh, like a third hand, one of the prosecutors who was involved in giving the sweetheart deal to Epstein now works for Trump. I mean, that is uh, does that th- th- there couldn't be a more clear illustration of the way America's media actually is.
0: What are we still getting the most texts about on the text line?
1: Sunning your taint. <laughs> 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 folks, <laughs> you know what? I'm sorry, folks. That was indelicate. Was. I'm better than that. I, I, are you?
0: Mm. I was explaining to my wife and kids the other day about how we had a boss once who said, you guys are too talented to work blue. <laughs> uh, are we um, yeah. Fisher House update in moments on the I Ar- Ar- I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm Warrior sorry. Foundation sorry. Freedom Station we're getting another fine charitable yep. organization though uh, one of the greats uh, but we're doing Warrior Foundation this week and we'll do a total here coming up on the Armstrong and Getty show Mean to him, and then there's a foggy night. Okay, and I, I guess it's the first time this ever happened. And so Santa puts him in front. I'm assuming, and he lights
3: the way. And then they go. Then all the reindeer loved him, and they shouted out with glee, "Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer, you'll go down in history." First off, what he that
0: you don't just erase the abuse. Uh, and secondly, he'll, you'll go down in history That's a claim And fame and love And I, am, I hate to say it, but fame is not love They're very different things <laughs> And I've done a lot of work to get
3: to that conclusion And I, I hope Rudolph sees a therapist
0: <laughs> <laughs> John Mulaney on the Tonight Show last night He is one of the funniest
1: people in the world Oh, yeah, absolutely love his uh, delivery. Uh, you know, it's a good point. Rudolph, uh, he reminds me of, of various folks who come to our attention on the Internet or, or whatever, they ask a funny question at a debate wearing a red sweater or what have you, and they're momentarily famous, and they think they've become a different person. Right. But that's not love, that's not satisfaction, that's not a life well lived, that's just fame. And it is passing, Dolph. Let's, Trust me on this.
0: Uh, so we've got <laughs> Dolph. R-U-Faggity has donated $150. Faggity means friend of Armstrong and Getty over 10 years. Has donated $150 to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. We absolutely uh, appreciate that. We also appreciate all the wacky names. And the whales that all come in, like Jody and Bob, uh, G-O-E-B, Gobe, uh, contributed 500 bucks. So let's get a total here, where we are for the week. Drum roll, please.
1: Gladys. Sounds something like this. Gladys plays the drums. Oh yeah, I, I yeah. She got a sn- snare this. drum and cymbal right next to her I, harp.
0: I didn't realize Gladys was playing the snare. She w- right. she moonlights as a, one of those one man band things. You know what she was doing P-dooch. there before the drum started? She's twirling the sticks, right? Like she's in Motley Crue. She's wearing the little leather gloves with no fingers, and she's twirling the sticks. She Very got a cool. big
1: old doobie in her mouth too. It's legal now. It's cool. It's for her arthritis. Uh, but anyway, so how, uh, Warrior Foundation Freedom Station uh, total thus far, $80,035. Uh, she's just, stoned. A, <laughs> it's fabulous. All right, all right, we're on the way. That's a good morning right there. Wow. That's, that's really fantastic. Hey, if this country has been good to you, be good to the uh, the fighting guys who really need your help. Uh, donate at armstrongandgetty.com. And and listen, I I haven't seen the the super big donations yet. I, w- I want to emphasize twenty bucks if that's what you can afford. It's more than appreciated. And and God bless you, given what you can. On the other hand, those of you guys sitting on zillions of dollars, and I know some of y'all were looking for something generous from you.
0: It is nice. seriously. It is nice when you get to leap forward a big amount because of the whales come in. But also the funny names. You know, if it's worth ten bucks to you to get your funny name mentioned, like committee to save Joe's colon. Which donated uh, uh ten dollars. That's that's awesome.
1: They're doing beautiful work. <laughs> yes they are. They are S- So listen, I came across this piece from uh, the American Institute for Economic Research that I thought was quite good. It's a it's a uh, it's a free market, you know, leaning organization. But they're talking about income inequality and the constant denunciation of millionaires and billionaires. And they mentioned a New York Times poll that found that two thirds of Americans believe that and I quote wealth in this country should be more evenly distributed among more people. Well, that may absolutely be true. But, and it is true that, uh, you know, the top 1% own a disproportionate amount of the wealth, which has always been true. But, and, and some of those numbers are kind of shocking. But the problem is that that's not the problem. And the problem, the other problem is that the solutions that your Bernie and, and list types are offering are suicidal. They're not only not going to help. They're going to kill us. And they illustrated this great thing. It's country A. Great comparison. Much more inequality than country B. Um, and, and they use this genie measure of inequality where zero indicates perfect equality. And 100 is absolute inequality. Well, country A has a genie index of 45. It's, it's f- kind of medium unequal. Country B has a Gini index of 26, which makes it among the top 10 most equal countries. And these are actual nations. Well, country A, the gross domestic product per capita, is $62,000. Country B, it's $5,700. It happens to be uh, the United States and the very equal, the very equitable uh, former Soviet state of Belarus. The long and short being in these countries that have income inequality, meaning it's possible to get ahead. You have a better standard of living for everybody because of the economic engine of free markets. And I get that it gets a little top-heavy and distorted, but see, that's when that suicidal cure comes in. The the Liz's and Bernie's of the world will try to tell you that what we need is more big government to take care of that. But come on, who really owns government? Who really writes the laws? Is it you and me, Mr. and Mrs. Average American, or is it the super powerful corporate lobbyists? So what you've done is give the top tenth of a percent even more power to craft laws and regulations in a way that protect their wealth. Small government free markets. That's the answer.
0: Plus, those very top earners, when you start sapping them or taking all their money, they're going to stop earning. They're so. Right. They're not just going to keep, well, I'll keep making billions of dollars even though the government's going to take all of it.
1: Right, and I'll give it to you.
0: Yeah, that ain't going to happen. It just
1: doesn't work that way. People change as their environment changes. So just reject those feel good, stupid uh, socialist uh, solutions. Donate money at ArmstrongandGetty.com.